0: FM to get started.
1: Joker movie wraps production. Aquaman sequel already in the works? And how's this for a stretch? Warner Brothers planning a Plastic Man movie? Today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News.
2: In the great hall of the Justice League. There are Wonder a Twin powers, activate! Form of a, of a snow cone! Form of plastic fork!
0: <laughs> That's right.
2: Why? That's, uh, form one,
0: Ricky? Oh, I gotta form something. Maybe you can save her? I don't know this one.
2: Form of...
0: Form of Aquaman, Aquaman's trident? I don't know. Oh, that God. Work? Okay. I, uh, once again,
1: join it. us for the show with the worst... Wonder Twins ever Why does I've never seen Wonder, than Wonder than Twins. You sorry, can guys. you can become a Tyrannosaurus Rex, but I was a, a, a plastic fork. But that's not what she does. But
2: I needed a plastic fork today.
1: But you can't just be anything you want. Like I would like to be something cool, but I have to be something water based, which sucks. Well,
2: I don't but like want I become him. a
1: bucket of water, and you become a falcon, and then you carry the bucket of water and dump it on <laughs> top of a villain that is made of fire, and that's how the Wonder Twins work. Did
2: I need a falcon today? No, I needed a plastic fork.
1: You can easily like you get one. There's a commissary. Over here. No, there's he's a...
2: mad at me because <laughs> I won't play his game. There's literally a commissary
1: down there with plastic forks and also washable ones, and they have a washing machine. And here too. there's an
2: outside with falcons.
1: Welcome to DC Movie News uh, once again for another week. I'm Adam Gertler, and joined joining me uh, on this distinguished panel, we have a good longtime friend. Of DC movie news, uh, 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 someone that is uh, taking a lot of our, our our key art. Sure, I would yeah. say. Can you call it the key art? Is <laughs> I that that's not...
0: what we were calling it? Yeah,
2: uh, and he might need another one soon. He's, Just I think we, we
1: will. There. He will. <laughs> um, and he's also a DC. Super fan and nerd. Does that offend you? All of the above. No, please. All the above.
2: I'm doing the drum roll.
1: I know he doesn't have the Batman Blu-ray box set because it's on his
0: Christmas list. He's buying it for me. He's back. Ricky's Middleworth. Ricky Middlesworth is here. Thank you guys so much for having me. I got to start over after that week. Intro? It, intro. I'm sorry, guys. I, After all this time away. It's not you.
2: It's me. Uh, it's, it's been really a while. Him. A little
0: rusty. Haven't been here in a while. But Listen, you have all, all the Super Friends episodes, I
1: believe, on DC Universe, so you can <laughs> catch up and see, watch The Wonder Twins. This,
0: this is why I have my subscription. I see, need to educate
1: myself. Yeah. It's still
2: your fault, Adam. It's always your fault.
1: Always my fault, but whose fault it's not? And that is mm. the crown jewel of the DC Movie News Empire. Miss Roxy Stryer is here.
2: Ooh, a crown jewel I am.
1: A jewel in the trident, Uh, you might say.
2: mm, Well, we tried to be the trident, but you wouldn't let us. You wanted me to be a falcon.
1: Worst wonder triplets ever. How are you doing, Roxy?
2: Hey, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. I officially saw Aquaman. That's all I can say about that. So I'm doing better than the rest of the fools at the table.
1: Wow! Oh, my God. She's rubbing it in. Oh, we're going oh, to what we're gonna get to that. doing? A little bit. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to Roxy's thoughts on Aquaman. Um, but just at the top, as we were talking about before, and we were talking about all those great episodes of Super Friends and Batman the Animated Series, and wouldn't it be great if there was a place for fools who were uneducated on the specific powers of Jan and Zamot, still not sure if those are their exact names but it's something fooled like that fooled me fooled me um, and that is of course the DC Universe app which I've been rocking and if you're a fan of DC which you should be if you're watching this I'm sure you're checking out Titans which is available now on DC Universe I think they're up to episode what Eight? Eight. Eight? Uh, Every Friday there's a new episode, which means, ooh, there's one today that I have to go home to. Very excited. The
2: best episode of the show so far. You're
1: going to flip. Oh my God, you guys saw it and I did
2: it! It's unbelievable.
1: I saw the old school looking Hawk and Dove costumes. That looked great. It
2: caught
0: me so off guard this week.
2: Me too. Me too. It really did.
1: Guys, if you don't know, this team of Titans follows um, a young group of would-be becoming superheroes like Robin, Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy, and others. Uh, It's a gritty take on the Titans franchise. So if you're uh, under, you know, 16 years old, you should not be watching this without.
2: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
1: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Uh, And like an older sibling or a parent. It's It's dark. It's dark. It's dark. It goes there. I liked last week's episode. We got a little Wonder Girl. That yeah. was great. How
2: amazing is that actress who played Don she, Troy?
1: She's very charismatic. She had... Her name's she
2: Connor or something. She's so good. You
1: guys just nailed it because I didn't know if it was just the dialogue or whatever, but the relationship was so viable. It yeah. was just... It was a great example of economy of storytelling. You know? And just like their relationship, they had that one great flashback and you're just you're caught up you're in the world yeah. less is more and Love I think John it's great
2: it. I want to be trained by Wonder Woman
1: um, if somebody loves you uh, Hanukkah Christmas they're right here have somebody get you that membership get it for like 75 bucks for the whole year or pay like your what is it 7.99 a month or something like that Yeah, I think so so you save money when you buy the whole thing more info at dcuniverse.com. Um, and now we're going to talk about something that is very close and we're about to get underwater with Aquaman real soon uh, and now we're getting word that the Aqua Man film was projected to have potentially the highest opening ever for a DC movie in China. Currently, that record is being held by uh, Batman v Superman, um, which I think had a 57 million opening weekend. Uh, and now they're predicting Aquaman to be in the 60s. I'm not sure, or it might be that uh, BVS did 57 million in pre-sales. Uh-huh. Uh, but either way, they're very neck and neck. And because of the positive reactions we're starting to hear, it looks like Aquaman might open in the same ballpark as it will in the U.S., where predictions are ranging anywhere from the mid 60s to some saying 100. Right. And if that sounds like a wide berth, it's actually smart because if you follow any of these box off tracking numbers, box office tracking numbers. That has been the trend. Like they will swing 35 to 40 million based on the momentum that builds up.
2: Why this is so incredibly hard to predict right now though is because I have never I can't remember a time where I've seen such competition for a film as that weekend. It's not just that standalone weekend, it's the weekends that surround it. So in that two weekend radius, we've got Mary Poppins, we've got Bumblebee, we've got Spider-Verse, we've got Aquaman. Those are four huge hitting movies. Bumblebee Aquaman, and Spider-Verse all going to a pretty similar audience, so it's really hard to say what the actual projections are, because everybody's going out to the movies that weekend, and... What are people seeing? Yeah. If it's, it's all going to uh, depend on buzz, I think.
1: Do you get to... I mean, so that opening weekend, I guess they don't get to tack on the Amazon screenings, which are happening
0: next Saturday.
2: And they're also Do they? doing the same thing with either uh, Spider-Verse or Bumblebee, where they're doing that one-day-only screening oh, really? the, the week before. Uh, yeah, I'm
0: seeing Spider-Man tonight. Really? At, at an advanced it's thing. It's un- yeah.
2: unbelievable. Holy crap. See,
0: I, I think that's going to be <sighs> its biggest threat, because yeah. I think it's gotten so much positive buzz, like 100%. On Rotten Tomatoes, I feel like that's going to stretch into the holidays.
1: It's going to take a big chunk, but I think what people are really saying, and we mentioned this last week, is that this is an example where all these films had to open here, but you have that four or five days of holiday after it, and a couple of days after Christmas. Like There's yeah. a lot of movie-watching dollars to go around in the end of the year, so I, I feel like as long as the reviews are positive and the reactions are positive, as they seem to be, Aquaman's going to be in good shape. Um,
2: I agree. I agree with that. I think it's going to be in good shape, but I you can't deny that there's a lot of competition.
1: No, no, no. I remember, yeah, we were talking. I I remember saying at one point I thought it was gonna make like 120 million, and then people put me wise to the fact of all this competition. Right. Uh, although in the
2: chat right now they are talking about this a little bit, by the way, in case anybody doesn't know. Every Friday, one PM Pacific Standard Time, we are on Popcorn Talks YouTube channel. You can actually join us live, join the conversation. We'll give you shout outs and whatnot. Thunder God Cairo770 says, not all those movies are releasing releasing in China so close though hmm. Bumblebee comes out in January over there I believe so that yeah, could be China different is a overseas big,
0: huge chunk of, yeah. of what these studios take home right so.
2: right
1: yeah and bigger and bigger so this has gotta look really really good for Warner Brothers DC yeah. this big global opening has got to be very encouraging um, so encouraging in fact that we're hearing that they are already putting the pieces in place for a sequel mm-hmm. um, now if that Sounds like putting the cart before the horse. Keep in mind, James Wan is a very in-demand director, Mm -hmm. and you're going to want him back and uh, Jason Momoa is also a busy guy. So do you guys think it's too early, or do you think that... Now, this doesn't mean that anything's been greenlit. It's kind of more like it can't hurt to put that out in the rumor mill because it just kind of feeds the fire that, oh, the movie's so good, they're starting a sequel already.
2: Zero conversation or spoilers on the first Aquaman, but what I will say is I am incredibly interested in a sequel to Aquaman yeah. after what well, I
1: Well, Roxy, maybe you could just tell us... Because you're the only person here uh and probably in the chat who's seen the film, what are your can you just tell us what you thought of the film?
2: I cannot sir.
1: I mean, just in general ideas. Like, don't tell me plot (laughs) points or anything like that. I would just like you to...
2: I can literally only write about it. I cannot say anything about the movie Oh, you can write about it.
1: Oh, let me see. Did you write something? Oh, here's Roxy Stryer's Twitter account. At at Roxy Stryer, is that you? Yes,
2: I did, in fact, tweet about it. Oh, so you're
1: allowed to say that you are, in fact, the same Roxy Stryer from at Roxy Stryer. I
2: am the Roxy Stryer of Roxy Stryer's Twitter.
1: Did you tweet on 11-28-18?
2: I, in fact, did. Several things.
1: But you can't tell me what you tweeted. But
2: I cannot say what I tweeted.
1: Okay, but I can. This is what Roxy Stryer said (laughs) on Twitter, and I'm sorry if I'm acting like she's not in the room. One thing I will say for sure, Aquaman marches to the beat of his own drum. James Wan created an insane world of creatures, wonder, and wetness. If Harry Potter, Splash, and Thor had a baby, it would be this. One part goofy, one part badass, one part WTF? Amber Heard is a star. Uh, And then Jason Momoa is captioned underneath that tweet saying, works for me. I don't know if he was actually quoted for that or if that's just some kind of meme. Um,
2: I cannot confirm nor deny.
1: Based on those, I'm not talking to you, Ricky. What yeah. um, what do you think of those kinds of reactions? Based on what you've heard, where is your anticipation mm-hmm. level for Aquaman? Here we are. We're DC movie news, and we're about to have a DC movie, which doesn't happen that often. My,
0: my whole thing with Aquaman for you know the past couple of years is always like I want it to be good because Aquaman has a direct effect on my other favorite characters, like the Batman movie, and you know what were almost two years since them announcing the their director on that, we still know it's, don't know what's happening. So this whole year, I've just been, I want Aquaman to be good, you know, and I was kind of preparing for the worst because I thought like, okay, we're all just going to have to really get prepared for 2019 being a big change over at DC Films. Right. Because it, uh, to me, I'm, I'm worried, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to read these things, but I'm worried that even if it's a great movie, it won't matter because it's got so much stigma attached to it. You know, like I, I what you mean from to, previous from, versions of Aquaman or do you mean Snyder from previous DC right. okay. from the Snyderverse? Cause well, I, I, I want people to, you know, I want it to have that Wonder Woman effect. People still showed up to Wonder Woman yeah. after Batman, Superman. Um, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be good. I hope it's good. Um, I'm just prepared for a, a lot to change after this movie comes out. You know, because I don't. Given that competition, I think this is also kind of a litmus test. Like you know, with us, with fans, with with the general public on you know the Snyderverse. Like you know, people were so celebratory with. Wonder Woman and what Patty Jenkins did. And, you know, I kind of feel bad for Zack Snyder because, you know, here they're already talking about a sequel for Aquaman and and they had taken away Zack's sequel. They had taken away half of his movie. So it's just, it feels very different this time. So now I'm, I'm starting to get a little more optimistic reading these tweets, hearing that, you know, they're lifting the embargo a little earlier than they did with Justice League. That's there's kind of there's good screenings song. next Saturday. Yeah. The Amazon screening. You know, which that, is that
2: feels? It's different. a week of screenings, correct?
1: Which, which is I, I, I believe it's just one day, but I think they may have added oh, more. I thought it was a
2: few. I, they like may three have added days more or something. Oh, which
1: is great because I found Maybe out not. I have to change my day. Hopefully, I can switch. Yeah, slow. I think so. Um, so you said some interesting things in there, uh, Roxy. You also pointed out the fact that. Um, they are doing this screening, the Amazon screening, actually before press screenings. Now, do you think that's so, the kind of – yeah, talk there, about there that. There
2: are press screenings prior, that, as in the one that I went to, and there I think are a couple more on the lot, but I know that big, one of the big press screenings they have, there's usually like one or two big ones, is after the Amazon screening, which is surprising to me because any of my friends that are doing – Uh, press on it, any of our friends that are doing Mm -hmm. press on it, you would think that Warner Brothers would want them to see it before Amazon users were able to see it. And also the embargo is up on the 10th, I believe. So I'm in three days. Our next show, I will be able to give you guys a full review.
1: It's the smartest strategy to be heading into that super competitive weekend that we talked about. Like you have to get all the goodwill on the side, get people really excited for this four quadrant spectacle and I think that's another key about it is like the fact that it seems sort of on the family friendlier side that it's not grim dark Snyderverse kind of thing yeah. um, and that it's own thing. It is a very weird thing. What do you think about the fact that they're keeping parts of the previous sort of go keeping Margot Robbie in there keeping Momoa keeping When you say Gale in Gaudot. there you mean. I mean like these characters are so, people you know people seem to not acknowledge the fact that Warner Brothers is pretty much said we're not Focusing on our connected universe, yeah. so they're keeping a lot of these characters, but they're not—they're not making their uh, main goal being connecting all these. Their thing is I about mean like flagship franchise, yeah, and like getting
2: I'm great filmmakers so to great into that right now. Yeah, I am not into it forever, but for the next few years, yes, just that, give it to me one-on-one like I just want an Aquaman movie that's great and I want a Shazam movie that's great and I want a Wonder Woman 84 that's great and I just want these a Joker movie that's great Mm -hmm. a Birds of Prey that's great I don't need them to connect right now one day if we've laid the groundwork and we have solid films then do i want a uh, another justice league movie where everybody comes together or a villain movie wherever we were going with that yeah. where everybody comes together in that way duh because i'm a huge fan so i want that but right. i'm not, i can't even think about that yet let's hit a few singles
1: um yeah. i agree ricky uh i saw the avengers teaser today mm-hmm. uh i thought it was Fantastic. I'm obviously – I'm a big Marvel guy, big DC guy. For the public at large, right, that aren't the hardcore base of comic followers, it feels like it's a lot that people have been following this thing. And it looks like Marvel films going forward with what they have announced is going to be smaller films. Like they're not necessarily going bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes, they have some space stuff, but they're going like – Shang-Chi, we're hearing Black Widow. Like, they're not going bigger, which is smart. Do you think that creates... You think an... Black
2: Widow is a massive thing for them?
1: I think the story and the character is just smaller world-wise, as opposed to everything being the stake of the galaxy and the universe, which is the Avengers, Infinity War, where everybody in existence is at stake.
2: Where would you put Captain Marvel in
1: that? Um... It's still pretty cosmic and big because that's going to tie right into Avengers. We're still building to this crescendo that yeah. is Avengers Four. But in the wake of Avengers Four, does that leave a little bit of a of a of a dearth? Um, of, a, of a gap for these more connected stories to kind of pick up in the future where audiences will then want to pick up on that con- connected narrative. Again, after this sort of Avengers 4 kind of concludes Marvel's yeah. first 10 years, you know, rather than like, you know, Warner Brothers seemed to try to get into it late in the game and they try to rush it and then people rejected it. And that's why they seem to be going with the strategy. So what do you think about that? I mean,
0: they kind of say it in the name, Endgame, right? I mean, it'll be interesting to see what culturally will happen after that movie comes out, you know, with people's hunger for a certain type of superhero movie and what starts working. You know, would I love for Aquaman to be so successful and get as much buzz to breathe life back into a connected universe so we get movies that work? Yes, but I... I just don't feel confident that that's going to happen. Like I, I feel like you know th- their new strategy under the the Walter umbrella is is what we're going to start to Walter see. Walter Hamada. Is, you're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. He's is, on is, a first name basis. Yeah, yeah, him, okay? I just, yeah, we, <laughs> exactly. So we just you know I think we should just expect these. You know, if it's a good movie, then if if there's a good reason to make it, then we'll make it. Not just because it's the cyborg movie. That's Connected to the right, tentpole. although I
2: just want the cyber, I game. know well, I do to
0: That's friend just, of the show, <laughs> Ray Fisher, easy target, but
2: we might have uh more friends of the show starting next week, by the way, we can't announce it, but we we may or may not have a uh, a guest coming on next oh u
0: ts
2: mm. t- really a, are you saying, saying that a t- there's
1: a chance we might have somebody on so this very show you're
2: saying there's a chance
1: guys, i don 't know what you think that might be, but start the rumors in the chat roll right now, who do you think might be showing up on d c movie news Al Gore um. Maybe. Um, So, with regard to what you're talking about, the smaller strategy that Warner Brothers... um, Here's a film that was just announced today, which is... I would not have predicted this one
2: uh, no, I would not have, either. but apparently
1: they 've been working on it for a while and looking for a writer, and they found a writer for a Plastic Man movie. Plastic Man is a character that was uh, much like uh, Captain Marvel Shazam started a different comic book company and was acquired in the in the mid fifties by d c and he 's been a pretty active part. I remember the Plastic Man cartoon series as a kid, and I believe there were like interstitials by a guy in a suit that played him, mm-hmm. and then sometimes they 'd cut to him as a tire or things like that. So I grew up with the character very much, and I love Plass, Plassy, um, and uh, what do you guys think about Plastic Man? Where does that fall, in, in, you know, in terms of these uh, DC movies that keep getting announced?
2: I just don't know what to make of this, truthfully.
0: Yeah, it caught me <laughs> off guard. I mean, like it, again, like I think it says a lot about where the uh, superhero franchise uh, culture is at now, where like or maybe just specifically DC. We can't get Batman and Superman right right now, so they're just going completely to, you know, left field with a Plastic I've never heard of Plastic Man. You never even it. heard of Plastic no, I've Man. No, I have never even heard of it. I mean, oh. just seeing this this the image that that they chose.
1: No, um, I I loved kind of, the cartoon as a kid. It was a seminal cartoon yeah, for you me. you see yeah. what
0: the tone would be like and you know, that's a I'm sure He's goofier than Elongated Man. Okay. Who is, Ooh, I'm
2: loving right now. Yeah, who's actually Flash.
0: doing... It was
1: my favorite part of the Flash show right yeah. now. He's had a great... That's a great actor, too. And he's got and a Elongated great Elongated
2: Man's art. pretty goofy, though.
1: He is very goofy. I feel like they've actually taken a page out of Plastic Rick Man Man's and book. applied it to mm. Elongated Man. Okay. Um, but it fits in that in that universe. Um and and continuing with these like smaller, weird choices, we know we have a Joker film coming out, which we talk about a lot. Uh, last week, uh, Jay Washington and Elena made a really good point against my point, how they didn't want to know a Joker backstory because they don't want to empathize with the Joker. And I kind of retorted with, yeah, but I mean... You know, isn't that always great to kind of hear how somebody gets to where they are? Isn't that an exciting story? And they were like, no, the reason the Joker's so terrifying is because he's so unpredictable, because you can't figure him out. And and I I, I have to agree, like, there's good points to be made there. Yeah. I'm still really excited for this film. How but- do
2: you feel about the fact that it's currently being penned by Amanda Doko, who's been uh, a comedic action-adventure writer for Warner Bros.? I'm looking her up right oh, now.
0: Oh, Man? yeah are oh, you
2: talking about plastic Man. Yeah, sorry, we'll, I'm back uh
1: yeah and she has a before we go forward film sorry. her first feature film is actually going under uh before cameras in 2019 so we have a female uh writer that's being I love this female writer not a female centric film uh at least that we a know
2: woman can write a film
1: that's not that's a just not a woman starring,
2: <laughs> uh, just a woman.
1: Although Plastic Man could could go transgender. I mean, so he you could really having a
2: great transition into Joker. No, 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 no. He could
1: plast into whatever he wants to. Um, so Joker has <laughs> rap production. Yeah. Um, and, and, and this is, this is a smaller film. Yeah. Uh, this is not a film that was shot in front of green screen. It was shot in New York,
2: and we know that because of all of the extras mm-hmm. that suffered on the trains. Oh my
1: God! Yeah, they buried that story, huh? We didn't hear much about that after Wednesday. That
2: <laughs> sounds like a quick payoff to me.
1: <laughs> Somebody got taken care of there, but um, okay. So, so that's rock production. What, what, what are you guys thinking about this film? What are your What are your thoughts? I'm so
0: excited I get to talk about this movie because I haven't I haven't been here since this has been in production. Well, talk. Um, I, I if this is what Warner Brothers is is um, is focusing on, I, I'm so on board with their new strategy because you know I, I feel like when they when they sought out to do you know because they had so much success with the Dark Knight trilogy because those had very sophisticated themes they were very culturally relevant politically relevant at times and this movie from what we're hearing has some cultural political relevance. You know, I think you guys talked about. I think you guys talked about on the show about how he, his relationship with Thomas Wayne, the rumor there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a spoiler if you guys talked about Oh, that, that they already. might be related? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to throw the cat out of the bag. but I, Yeah, I don't know no, if we it's we a spoiler, if it's a rumor. It. but, but well, yeah. it's not just a spoiler because sort of, we don't
2: know. Right. Who knows? But
0: just the sort of like, you know, the, the um, commentary on, you know, class and, um, you know, how the rich treat the poor and... And I just think that's fascinating. I just, I'm so, um, and and I think that's what they wanted to do at the DCEU, but it's like, you kind of can't have both. You kind of can't have these, like, really poignant, like, you know, uh, standalone films that have, you know, political relevance and then have, like, an expanded universe. You know, all those themes they kind of introduced in Batman versus Superman were really smart, but they kind of really didn't go anywhere. Right. So I feel like if... it's smart for them to contain it within this like sixty million dollar film do you think if they shot on the streets
1: if they go uh rogue, say, and uh do something crazy canonically like that, like relate yeah. the Joker to Batman, which a lot of people would you know throw their arms up in the air about, is it possible to keep that in this sort of else worlds? film or do you think by putting a movie out there and making that statement moving forward you're to understand that that relationship is canonical or do you have to do work to educate your audience that no 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 that doesn't count that's just in that movie
2: it's so challenging because sometimes i keep i feel like i said that this whole episode it's so challenging audiences are smart audiences are smart but audiences are also not sometimes which one are you I would like to say that in some franchises, I'm a smart audience member and in others, I'm not. Like, There's a
0: lot of people that like think because Heath Ledger had the scars, then you know the Joker always has those scars. And if right? he and doesn't have the scars, true. and it's
2: not the Joker, right. Or you know, people be the controversy at the end of with uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt as Robin or whatever, and people being like, well, what does that mean? You know, yeah. when when there are these Easter eggs or when there are these huge moments that change. The landscape of the universe, no matter what it is, people overanalyze. People are confused. If then they're not related in the next movie. Some some people won't get it. Some but people will.
0: Some like some some fans need to kind of lighten their grasp on the the canon because uh we've you know canon changes over the years over our life. It does. It you does. know, and and I think films have the right to do that too. And if it go if going forward, Thomas Wayne. Ends up being the Joker's father. That's I I, I think that's a really compelling, interesting story. Mm. I think that makes him all the more tragic. Um, you know, seeing how he was left behind. Uh, I think it's I don't know. I, I'm on board. I I'm not like so possessive of the Joker that I, I that you can't change him. You know, I, if it's a good story, if it's a good movie great a lot I of want comments
2: in the chat right now oh, i'd like some to hear agreeing, where they're at some disagreeing just i just asked them in general how are they feeling now that joker wrapped tell says don't care about joker movie archie says i'm so ready wr carter says joker film had me at jp is the lead uh yeah. ivan soto says i don't want a joker film he's a monster and they want fans to root for the joker so we're really all over the place. Well, he's
0: also a, a fascinating, tragic character, and I, 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 you know, he sells. I mean, of course, we're making a joke. Yeah. Ginger
2: movie. says, "I'm excited for the Joker movie because it kind of sounds terrifying, and it'll be DC's only offering in 2019 besides the kitchen." So I don't know, only offering is uh, Shazam.
0: In, Shazam, but
2: is only offering like a, but only offering as an only movie there? Yeah, I th- but oh. Shazam is
0: 2019.
2: Yeah. That's
1: true. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different ways to, to look at that. I mean, Tim Burton went out on a limb and had the Joker killed Wayne's parents. Uh, I I personally don't like that connection. I don't like the idea of him being related canonically because it just makes it too pat, too convenient. Like it's too easy that they're so connected and and
2: wonder woman.
0: Well, and if they're doing what they're, Saying they're doing oh they uh, could, no Wonder Woman's 20. 2020, oh yeah it now it's twenty twenty we keep forgetting it. It, it just seems track. like Wonder Woman yeah. has been in production so long it seems insane it up, yeah. that
1: it's not coming out next summer <laughs>
2: wow yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, it not it's it coming did, out in more time to work
1: time.
0: on cheetah effects or something
1: I don't know I'm but that that back. is crazy mm-hmm. I keep I keep making the same mistake too you know what
2: else I'm really really excited about that I want to talk to you guys a little bit about
1: it's not time for TV time yet I know I'll allow one little talk about TV
2: okay so this is the only one I get and if it's the only one I get then I'm gonna use it
1: one word about the flash, so help me.
2: No, I'm using it on Titans because (laughs) I am obsessed with it right now, and if you're a DC fan, you're definitely going to want to check out the latest live action series, Titans, available now on DC Universe. By the way, if you're not a DC fan, what are you doing here on DC Movie News? Because this is the (laughs) wrong place for
1: you. Wrong DC if you're looking for a political show, okay? (laughs)
2: Just not us. The series premiered on October 12th. New episodes are available to stream every Friday, which, by the way, if you're watching that live, it's today, so go check it out immediately. Uh, Titans is the first original series to launch on DC Universe, and it follows a group of young soon-to-be superheroes, including but not limited to Robin, Raven, Starfire, and Beast Boy. I keep going back and forth on which one's my favorite. Uh, Right now, I'm so into Starfire, but Beast Boy was really great the last... Uh, episode mm. two, the group gets caught up in a conspiracy to bring about hell on Earth. They become a surrogate family and team of heroes, so it's actually very heartfelt. But it's also a gritty take on the Teen Titans franchise from executive producers Akiva Goldsman, Jeff Johns, who, by the way, wrote this past episode that was Ricky and my favorite. Akiva did no, no, Jeff Johns. Oh yeah, no,
1: he's he and he wrote another one and that he, was my favorite. He wrote favorite
2: another too, yeah. one also. He oh, so good. Greg Berlanti, Greg Walker, Sarah Schechter, and John Fawcett. Titans explores one of the most popular com book teams ever and they're that popular for a reason cuz they're amazing. It's available only on DC Universe on all of your favorite devices for only 7.99 a month. You got that right, Adam. Yeah. Or of course, if you want to get a yearly membership, which we think is pretty smart, it's 20% off. So make sure you do that. Join the ultimate DC membership at DCuniverse.com. That is DCuniverse.com.
1: Yes. Uh it's great and and I will say I will say once again that I I use the um uh, the Chromecast on my TV and uh, the, the Chromecast is amazing. With the fidelity it. of the picture is is perfect. I, agree. I got a really beautiful widescreen HD, uh, and it looks fantastic. The chat but, is
2: loving Titans right now. too Doom I love today's Titans. They're with
1: us. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, but that's it. To we'll to talk, talk it more TV time in TV time. Okay, okay, I can't let right. you get away with this. No, no, so, no, no, no. Um, uh, as as we just alluded to, there is another film coming out in 2019. It's coming out pretty early. What is it? April, I think. Early mm-hmm. April. Uh, which is my birth month? Uh, What's your we birthday? Get it, uh, April thirtieth. Hmm.
2: I feel like after all these years and and getting cakes on the show, I should have known that.
1: Yeah, I know, but I'm always like a jazz at Jazz Fest around that time, yeah, so I might kind of miss it. Um, and I will be again this year because Rolling Stones are rumored. Well, this is
2: earlier; it's April fifth, so you'll be here.
1: Oh, I'll be here. Uh, so we had a great Stones new Rolling Stones
2: rumor that just yeah, hit me. Jazz
1: Fest. Yeah yeah it's not officially announced Richie yet. then I want to fit official. in your suitcase oh, I'm so excited I love the old guys uh, so Shazam poster great new poster is this the poster is this the new one no it's the just say the word one right yes. uh, with him leaning against the thing uh, is the oh, illustration
0: no, one, like, uh, official is that an official poster
1: uh, no, I think that might be. Super fun. No, this was a Sailor. new.
2: This was a new one. My eyes are blind as a bat. This was a new one, and then there was that other one that we saw, which was like more bubble. of a joke with the bubble. Yeah, Yay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's blowing the bubble, and he's like, just say the word.
2: Yeah, but this one is a new one as of December fifth too. So it was an exclusive poster for Comic Con XP.
0: Do we think um, we're getting a new Shazam trailer in front of Aquaman? Zachary Levi said something about there being a trailer thing- in the, the new year, though. Correct me if I'm wrong, chat. I okay. thought he said something about it. In front of Aquaman, like
2: would when he be tweeted the
0: uh, the poster.
2: In front of Aquaman would be, I think, a little early for a second trailer.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. But it would be very smart. Because obviously you're going directly to your audience.
1: Yeah. So I I always love it when a director is kind of with the fans through the whole process, right? Kind of taking it on. And James Wan has been that. Patty Jenkins has been that. Uh, Zack Snyder continues to do that and talk to the fans.
2: Vero, man.
1: Um, Vero. But uh, Pony Smasher has been... Amazing on Instagram, very entertaining.
2: Johnny's obsessed.
1: Well, it's just it just kind of makes you think like, wow. If you're not sure about the Shazam movie, the sense of humor and the care with that this guy seems to have for the property uh, and the fans, it it makes you think that this film is in good hands, and it makes you root for the film before you've really seen anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he commented on the DC Marvel rivalry, which you know, is still a thing. Um, I know we always get comments like, man, I can't believe these guys like Marvel and they host a DC show, which I'm, is great. I love that I love people want more um, uh, 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 antagonism in the world uh, because there's not enough in the real world. So I think, yeah. That's people... a really
2: good point. There's not enough to fight about. So yeah, we yeah. Should, we should create more things.
1: Definitely should fight about comic books. Oh, so, um, yeah,
2: I'm with you But, uh, yeah, he
1: basically just said that. I don't know if you got the quote in front of you, but... Um, from
2: the actual post? From
1: the Pony yeah. Smasher himself.
2: He says, this one was... Are you talking about this this one of my favorite comic books I owned as a kid. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a crossover comic from 1987 featuring Superman. What is it? Spider-Man, Spider-Man on there? Man. Yeah. Yep.
2: And he says, this was one of my favorite comic books that I owned as a kid. Back then, I didn't know what Marvel or DC was. I just knew that I loved all of these superheroes. The seriousness of DC slash Marvel rivalry is so goddamn stupid. Say I it. hope that all superhero movies do fantastically well. Why would you ever wish for a movie to be bad or to fail? More good movies is a win for everyone. This interruption in trolling is brought to you (laughs) by disappointment in humanity. Now back to our regular programming. Well, it's
0: just, you know, we know the two-party system doesn't work for, you know, (laughs) for many things. So, (laughs) you know, it's just all political. It's like, yeah, we should want all these movies to do well.
1: I agree. I think really what it comes down to is like, you know, if I'm from Philly, I'm rooting for the Eagles. You know what I mean? And if I'm from New York... The Yankees, Jets, Giants, and something like that about having ownership and wanting your team to do well. Um, But it's so silly because much like the athletes themselves, the writers, the creators who really make these stories great, play for both sides. Brian Michael Bendis just came to D.C. like.
2: Even Stan Lee, we talked about on this show, he he had his touch in DC as well. So, but, but man, did biggest... he love
1: to throw shade at Bob Kane? Yeah, 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 <laughs> he yeah. did love to talk smack about Bob Kane. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm obviously getting very excited for this. As uh, some of you know, Shazam was just doing some pickups, and they were spotted on the street in on the streets movie. of Philadelphia. No, 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 no. You
2: you just touched my heart. Ain't no
1: angel gonna greet me.
2: I love him so much. Just you and I, my friend. Number, yeah. my number one person to interview. If I had to, if I could really? pick one in the world, my he's my number one. Tom Hanks. No, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> man. I don't mean no. Like Tom Hanks wouldn't be up there. Tom Hanks I is know. amazing. I've yeah. like never heard a bad word about that guy.
1: Either of them, actually.
2: No, that's true. That's true. Neither of
1: them. Um, but yeah, so uh, I
2: never. I still don't know when to use neither or either.
1: Uh,
2: neither, neither of them, or either of them.
1: Either of them, neither of them either either is it a positive
0: or negative neither is like
2: I've never heard a bad word about
0: yeah either of them or neither either either because you've already said I've
2: never about neither (laughs) if I
0: said which
1: one do you hate
2: I went You'd to college, neither. spent a lot of money, <laughs> and
1: that English lesson was brought to you by DC Universe. Um, okay, so so the thing is, Billy Batson is like a, a, a street tough from the streets of Philadelphia. Uh, I lived in Philadelphia for four years, and I can tell you there are some, some tough, years? tough street kids. Uh, from 2003 to 2008. For I had a restaurant there, the Smoke Joint a barbecue experience.
2: I've known you for um, a half decade. Yeah. Why didn't this ever come up?
1: Yeah, I la- I fled Los Angeles in two thousand three, lived in Philly, and then came back in two thousand eight. Once I started doing my Food Network show, because I'm like, oh, I want to get back into that world. And
2: and did you meet Billy Batson?
1: Uh, no, I never met Billy Batson because when I he was Seems like, like a waste four of years time. old. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, like this Wasted kid is very. Wasted a lot old.
2: of time there, Adam.
1: Um, yes, I did, uh, but I'm, I'm 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 excited that they're grounding it in Philly and not like a made up DC series. I don't know. Uh, I, I think this uh, chat roll correct me on this, but I think Billy Batson being from Philly is a fairly recent thing that does exist in the comics.
2: I I, I just, just read new from- Fifty Two.
1: Like and, a new 52 thing.
2: Yeah, and, I, and I'm trying to remember. I think chart so. Chat
1: roll, we'll, will check my math on that. Um, so Shazam coming soon, new trailer coming soon. But continuing to talk about out there movies, the small films. We talked about uh, uh, a Latino-led uh, film in Blue Beetle last week. And this week, we're talking about Zantana, Zatara, what of a film? Smart. What? keeping in with okay. the dark magical side, again, another B C T C level tier, not a Superman character, not a Batman character. How but how much uh,
2: weight do you put on this though? And and how much weight do you put on any of the development movies? Like I, do you do you guys try not to get too invested this early?
1: I, you know, I've gotten past the point of thinking, like, well, what, how many of these are going to come out? I sort of am resigned and be like, not all of them are going to come out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if they have nothing to lose by investing a few hundred thousand dollars yeah. or a million dollars here and there and developing a thing. And then when, once they think they have a good movie, they push that green light. Walter as you know, has a big green button on his desk. Wally does? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wally's got that button? He's got
1: a big old green button, and he's got that green light power. So as soon as one gets ready, yeah. that this is the advantage they have to not announcing a slate and saying, well, this movie has to lead into that movie, to this movie, to that movie. They mm-hmm. can be like, you know what? If one of these rises to the top quickly, like, look how fast the Joker movie happened. Yeah. Because they were like, we can produce it for this much. It doesn't need a year of pre-pro. That's pre-production for all you... Oh yeah! All
2: the people who aren't close with Wally yeah. don't know pre-pro.
1: Um, so I think it's a great character to develop in that it doesn't have a lot of people that have a tremendous history, and no. it is a rich
0: character that's been around for a long time. I feel like it's hard. Some people don't trust, you know, when they read another one's being developed because there's such a long list of things they've announced. But like, I feel like bef- everything you've heard from like seven 2017. Before all of that stuff, I yeah. feel like we should like wipe that slate clean, I agree. and everything we're hearing now, I, I feel confident that they're that they're going to make happen. What are and, you wiping so, clean?
2: What are some specific ones? You, uh, you know, well, I Just mean, my
0: what was it nothing yeah like, like gotham
2: city sirens we wiped that
0: well i think i feel like they were you know trying to figure out how they were going to introduce reintroduce harley so i feel right. like, so like they figured that out right. but you right. know zatanna i feel like is may- maybe them trying to go the justice league dark route and maybe they've decided yeah. like hey maybe we don't introduce a whole group of five characters that people don't know yet and maybe we start with one well, and have it be a good movie I would love for that.
2: By the way, yes, confirm new 52 Philly.
0: Okay. Move great. On.
1: So, yeah, one of my big issues with um Suicide Squad was the way in which they introduced all the characters yeah. and they didn't have weight. And I and I and I, I I always say like, well, you look at like a movie like Kill Bill or something like that. I think Tarantino is great at introducing and giving great backstories very economically. But you had something like uh what what's the girl with the soul sword? Katana. Uh, okay, Katana, right? so like not to be confused with Satana yeah. right so Katana was like yeah she gets on and the guy just says yeah her, her sword captures the it. souls of her enemy like you can't wait yeah. what did you just say yeah. that can be you can do that but it needs to be developed yeah. you can't just tell me that is passing information that guy is half crocodile and that guy's like that guy's good with ropes boom he blew up um, the development of the character is what makes us really care mm-hmm. before the whiz bang pow
0: um, so, yeah. Um, and- well, I'd love to do, see them do something magical... You know, and and make it work, and, and and have it not necessarily have to be so. Grounded. I'm a little yeah. upset. So into magic. I'm a little yeah. upset that Swamp Thing is not going to be making
1: a big screen debut anytime soon because he's mm. getting his series. But I am happy that he's getting his own series.
0: Beggars. Well, if, can't be choosers. If we're talking about character development, you know, you might get a lot more of that from the well, series. They also
1: said that they're sticking to the Alan Moore book as their text, Uh-oh. as their tome. Okay. So if you've never read the Swamp Thing Alan Moore stuff, I don't know why we're talking about Swamp Thing. It's not TV time or anything like that. But that is a <laughs> quintessential thing they have. And you know what? You're going to be able to read that whole thing, I bet, on DC Universe because they always tie in the comics that tie into the shows. Mm. Yeah, So you're going to get cool, that man. whole mm-hmm. Alan Moore Swamp Thing run there you go. with your DC Universe subscription worth the price of the year right there, even though you could probably get the paperback for like Happy 15 or 20 bucks.
2: Happy Holidays!
1: Um, Zack Snyder continues to uh, reveal. reveal deleted stuff. We have a Lois Lane scene from Justice League. Um did you read about this? Do you have this? I, I'm not sure what the scene mm-hmm. was, Roxy. I don't have the uh, late go. Me. She
0: was going to visit the uh Memorial, Superman's okay. Memorial. Oh, there you go. There's yeah, a yeah, pic. Out of Outside a coffee, coffee shop, shop. shop. With, with with Zack Snyder kind of in the background of this coffee shop.
2: He's just in the window. That's yeah. him. That's him Apparently in the Apparently that corner. was going to be his cameo. I, I feel
0: like at the rate he's going, he might as well release the Snyder, Snyder Cut on his own eventually. <laughs> I mean, he's he's so just much. I, it's this So poor much. It's so much.
2: It's so much.
0: Were you guys a,
1: a fan of Amy Adams' Lois Lane? Sure. Yes. Yes.
2: I'm not a fan. I, I think she's great. I'm, I'm a fan of Amy Adams. I'm not, not a fan. Not as Lois. I'm, no, I'm not even not a fan of her as Lois. I'm not a fan of the Lois that they've made in this universe. Mm. She, I'm not a fan of the the antiquated character of Lois. Who just constantly, constantly needs to be well, saved? And I
1: think they tried to modernize her, um, but I think, uh, in my my own opinion, I think they did try to modernize her and made her less of a damsel in distress. But oh, they also took out all of her
0: humor. Yeah, she,
2: she's just she was. But it's not Amy Adams' fault. She's so talented. No, she's
0: incredible. Um, and who knows what they gave her to do in in the original form yeah. of, of Zack Snyder's Justice she's
2: League? She's my least favorite character in the DC. I, movie I was right not now. a
0: fan
1: of of Amy Adams' Lois Lane, so I, uh, you know, I, I want to keep Cavill, but you
0: know, I don't know if you can have it all. I think I'm a little biased because I love her so much. I love her yeah. too. Yeah.
2: I do, and I can't make that point clear enough that it's not her. Yeah. No. But the character. The
0: writing. Yeah.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, And direction. The whole thing combined. Yeah. So
1: here's a little bit of non-news. I guess people were talking about to James Wan and and, uh, he had commented on the kind of Batman film that he would have wanted to direct uh, and it being kind of like more of a horror film driven film which is kind of where he comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, he said
2: in the past the most people I loved the uh like most people I love the idea of directing Batman, but a horror version of Batman that would be a potential fantasy of mine, but I feel like he's been done quite a fair bit, but I do love the idea of doing an outright scary Batman. I feel like that'd be really cool.
0: I mean, hey, if they if if they feel as confident as they seem to be with James Wan after Aquaman, and if they're doing standalone movies, then who knows? Maybe do you think we'll the Matt
1: Reeves thing, thing is not going to happen?
0: No, I do think it will. Um, but, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe the animated universe that we we're seeing is sort of like, I don't know, maybe they're foreshadowing what we may see one day in the live-action films where, like, one, one year we'll get Gotham by Gaslight mm-hmm. and the next we'll get, like, Batman Ninja. I mean, I don't know. Oh, wow, that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. I, it might be interesting. I mean, if that's if that's their brand going forward where we can sort of play around with the characters and show how versatile they are, then I'd like to see a horror movie. Gotham version, by but... Gaslight.
1: I've always thought, would be such a great movie. Yeah. So, 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 such great potential there. But then, then Juan was like, hey, it wasn't a big deal. It was a hypothetical answer to a hypothetical question. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He wasn't trying to be like, I want to direct a Batman movie. Um... Uh, also, J.K. Simmons, forever, poor guy, always being asked about Jim Gordon. Uh, I guess he was... Pro- I don't know if... It, what, what, what was he promoting? Uh, oh, oh, he's in a movie right now, but then also he's got another series of mm-hmm. Counterpoint. Is it Counterpoint? He's but, got a television yeah, series. Yeah, that was the
2: show, but I don't know what movie he's in right now. No, it was
1: the movie he was... About, but so... Um, We talked about it last week that he would want to play Gordon again. He thinks it will happen, and he is under contract to play Gordon again. But as we know, if he's under contract, that doesn't mean that he has to play. That means it's up to Warner Brothers if they want to bring him back. His
2: quote being, I hope to do more Gordon, and on paper, I'm committed to be doing more Gordon. It's just a question of which film it will be in, whether it's the Batman or another Justice League or another DC Universe film where we'll see Gordon again, but I'm optimistic that... That will happen again.
1: Which is what you say. You know what I mean? You don't give any information. He's a veteran at this. Like,
2: you know, he's, JK's not saying the wrong stuff. He's just like, uh, yes, I want to. No, I can't tell you. Is either.
0: that the kind of contract that you would have to buy someone out of? Like, is he? I don't know how. They, I don't know. How uh, are no,
1: I, I think it's. It, it just means no. It's not necessarily a pay or play he contract. Be, no, I think available. it's an opt out
2: kind of thing. It just
1: means that if they make the film, You're they there. can right. Yeah. That that he's got to be there. Yeah. Um. But if they're, you know, if. I don't know. I mean, we talked about it, and like a lot of people seem like they'd be a huge fan of Gordon. But if like Matt Reeves is doing his own film and he's casting his own Batman, I don't know that he'd want to be hamstrung to keep the same Gordon. But then again, like we're saying in a lot of these other DC films, we are keeping some and losing others. Much like um, you know uh, 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 Margot Robbie's uh, tattoos that might not appear in uh, in the next. Iteration of her character, Harley Quinn. I was wondering
2: how you were going to get there. I think you did a pretty decent job on that, just so you know.
1: I I think so, too. (laughs) So, here we have a character that appeared one way, and then we presumably have a film that takes place after that, but we might lose certain elements that were there, like her tattoos. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is that too much like Ron Reynolds being two different kinds of
0: Deadpool? Or is that like, how do you guys feel about that?
2: I think if it makes the movie better or whatever, fine. I don't care.
0: I thought this was funny because I had been talking with my my friends about this before. I'd read, you know, like when Suicide Squad came out, and like how much you want to bet, like if you know, after the backlash, like they'll just retcon the tattoos, and people will just sort of have to accept it because it's it's even in the title for me how much they're trying to distance her from Jared Leto's Joker. Because, unfortunately, it wasn't a celebrated representation of the character. Mm-hmm. And in in the title, The Emancipation of Harley Quinn... Oh, right. I mean, that is the actual indi- title. Yeah, yeah, it indicates that like he might not even be in this film. And they're trying to the independently fat, establish her.
2: emancipation. Thank
0: you. <laughs> they're trying to establish her as her own standalone character that doesn't necessarily have to have the Joker. I, I, I mean, I thought that was really... And, and now we're hearing about not having tattoos it
1: almost makes it sound like it's going to be narrated by harley quinn a la deadpool style a la what we've seen from the teaser for the new harley quinn animated series also on dc universe yeah.
2: this kind of confuses me though she said she uh this is from robbie herself she did them uh, these herself in prison referring to the tattoos they're stick and poke tattoos prison mm-hmm. style tattoos that you do when you don't have a tattoo gun she did them herself out of boredom and desperation there's eye heart pudding a joker face uh Love heart and obviously re- that's obviously reflective of her time in prison. So she's saying because of that they like could fade because they weren't done as well? Okay.
0: That's how she's like Is that is that plausible. what she's implying? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I mean like we Easier. all saw the film with a rotten written on her face, but like you know, I think we'd get over it if it were a good film and you know, we just
2: are I expected I don't care. to forget. I I I'm agree.
0: Fine.
1: Much I'm like fine. a lot we're getting like a lot of these yeah. like sequels if I take my that jacket not off at all mid, mid-
2: show
0: these lights are sp-
1: I don't think for we're continuity I think we, might, we can just okay. digitally remove <laughs> <Great>.
2: it just like we did with the mustache so one of
1: my favorite uh, uh, oh well first we did want to say that there, we do have some um, concept art of King Shark that was almost in the aforementioned Suicide Squad and he looks like a shark on legs, much like he does...
0: I love that they gave him a Hawaiian tiki shirt, too. Straight
2: chillin'.
0: Yeah. This oh, is the, yeah. he, he this loves is a the Matthew Colada. McConaughey
2: mixed with king shark He look. loves
0: a painkiller.
2: <sighs> yeah, I love that about him.
1: Wow. Yeah, that looks really silly. Version. It's hard not to make it look like Jabber Jaws. Are you familiar with Jabberjaws? N- um, no. Oh, uh, Batman, Anthony, if you could get us a picture of Jabberjaws from, I believe, the Henner barbera world. Um, I think he's sort of like King Shark-esque. Is but that a character I know if I see I him, Probably. I he was pretty funny. He was on like one of those like animation uh, blogs. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Jabber
2: Jaws! <laughs> Yes, baby! I think it's just Jabberjaw. Jaw. Damn it! I think you're making multiple of them.
1: I messed it up. That... I... Look at him. That's funny. He would have made Suicide Squad better. No, it says Jabber... Oh, Jabber Jaws. They're doing a little parody there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so one of my favorite DC films of, I believe last year, was the Lego Batman movie.
2: It's so good. It was so last great.
1: year. Um. So people were kind of trolling or talking to Chris McKay, Chris McKay about a sequel, and he said, it is in the works, but... Rest assured, that Batman is all over the sequel to the Lego Movie, which I believe is arriving in theaters February eighth.
2: So this was on Twitter twenty nineteen, which is my favorite. He says one of my favorite millennial terms. He says we are working on that rn, actually, which stands for right now. Which, Thank you, millennial. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, Lego I Batman. Would have thought
1: they were working on it as a registered nurse.
2: Yeah, it's a good point. Maybe they are. In The meantime, Lego Batman is all over Lego Two, coming in February. So. There you have it. So
1: there's a uh, fourth DC uh, iteration that's going to be on big screen next year if you count the kitchen and Batman appearing in the Lego movie Mm -hmm. and Shazam Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and and Joker Um, Mm -hmm. and then so uh, just to bring it back around to Aquaman which is coming really soon. Zack Snyder also talked about. Uh, having Volko and Mira at the end of Justice League, yeah. and him basically
0: saying I got to go see my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was there was that photo floating around of him in the back of a truck, and and we never knew what the context was there. And, mm-hmm. and it sounds like that's what they shot. Uh, uh,
1: what do you what do you guys think? Of that are you happy that wasn't in the film, or do you think? Uh, I mean, look, it would have like, made it like the richer? more
0: I hear about this stuff, I am in no way, shape, or form a part of a you know release a Snyder cut camp um because you know i am at peace with it but i i i would be absolutely um interested in seeing this version of the movie i think it would be better honestly if i if more story was there okay i do too
1: but I, i i'm honestly i was a fan of them taking all that extra atlanta stuff out there just to give james wan the freedom to make his film yeah um atlanta stuff Atlantis, oh.
2: not Atlanta stuff. I was like, "What Atlanta stuff?" <laughs>
1: yeah, Donald Glover was originally making a cameo. No, in the a lot end. of things
2: are shot in Atlanta these days. I was like, "What they shoot there? What is this what is stuff?" Atlantis,
1: and I'm sure Atlanta gets its name from Atlantis, but Atlanta is above ground, uh, at least at present. Um, I believe that's all the movie news we have for
2: it's now. Time, so, it's that time. being said, what time?
0: It's
2: time for Roxy
0: Stryer's TV time. All the girls think
2: Johnny's fine. That's food. true. cooking. So do true. Maggie Christmas time. DC movie news. It's time to talk. TV time. All these things are so true, so true, so true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did we do well there? We did it great. What did we just throw in the trash?
1: Uh, I don't
2: know. Okay. Uh, so we had all of our shows this week. Flash, Arrow, Legend of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Black Lightning, and... Titans! Titans! Seeing which, I think that we could talk a little bit about Titans. Oh
1: my goodness! Well, guys, look, if you're not watching Titans and you want to watch Titans, here's how you watch Titans. If you're a DC fan, and if you've made it this long into the podcast and wondering why are these guys not talking about the frontrunner or Vice, it's because we're talking about DC Comics. Yeah. Now, the Titans series premiered <laughs> on October 12th. New ep- I wanted to make that joke before, and I was glad I got a chance to come back around. To go, babe. Well done. Yeah, baby! Uh, new episodes are available as Every Friday, which if you're listening to this live or the day we're putting it out, it is today. So you can go right from here and catch yourself up on Titans. This is the first of several original series to launch on DC Universe. This particular series follows a group of soon-to-be superheroes, including Batman's former sidekick, Robin, who's not so happy being Robin right now. Mm. He got Rachel Roth. Who's Raven, who's really going through some stuff.
2: Yo, she is going through She it. is
1: going through some stuff. Like, <laughs> it's a totally different kind of uh, maturing. Uh, Cory Anders as Starfire, also figuring stuff out. Very powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and Gar Logan as Beast Boy, or Tiger Lad, as I like to call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does group...
2: love tigers. Yes. Know, yeah.
1: So this group gets caught up in a conspiracy to bring about hell on earth. And, and we're not talking uh, uh, metaphoric hell on earth we're talking about flames from down below coming up to the above world and that is pretty scary stuff but this is a gritty take on the teen titans franchise so don't confuse it with teen titans go this comes from producers like akiva goldsman jeff johns greg berlanti greg walker sarah Schechter, john fawcett um and this show, it's uh, fitting that it is the first live-action series on this platform because it follows the exploits of one of the most popular team franchises ever. Yeah. And, um, I mean, just the inclusion of Jeff Johns alone is enough to make it worth it because you feel like you're getting it from the horse's mouth. Like, the dialogue rings true of the comics you've read. Um, this show is only available on DC Universe uh, you can play it on all your favorite devices. Be like me. Get a dingle to make your dongle go. Uh, just for 7 a month. 20% off for a yearly membership. Join the Ultimate DC Membership at DCUniverse.com. And like I said before, it, they, they, they show you the comics that relate to do the stories like right now you could look at comics like death in the family um a lot of great batman stuff is always up there um and then sometimes you just want to go watch an episode of justice league justice league unlimited superman the animated series batman you want to watch the helen slater supergirl
2: by sometimes you mean a lot of times all the time
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean some, yeah late at night there's nothing like throwing on some of those great justice league episodes it's such a such a well-done show um, and, uh, yeah, so you're saying this latest episode, it kicked ass. You no,
2: know, it was really, really good. I think. Spoilers,
1: like, guys. Uh, potential spoilers. Yeah. We won't go to anything too, so, but you should
0: watch it first. Yeah, I
2: won't, I won't spoil it actually. I'm just going to say that, I mean, this, their, we vaguely, go through their yeah. love story a little bit. And it's the
0: Hawk and Dove standalone. Yeah, and Another it's one. beautiful
2: mm-hmm. and gut-wrenching and I just thought it was like a perfect short film.
0: When, when I turned it on this morning, I was like, well, it's a standalone, but, you know, I'll watch it anyways, and I wasn't excited, but, I like, halfway through, it, like, it hit me like a truck. Uh, the writing's pretty uh, heavy. I mean, the, the things they deal with, I couldn't believe they they went there. Me too. Me too. Um, I, I enjoy
1: the-, the CW shows, but this is different. This yeah. allows... It, it's much like if you watch, like, any of the ABC Marvel shows, and then yeah. you watch, like, the Netflix shows. Yeah. Like, it's, it's adult,
0: and... and yeah. Yeah, that's what I told my my friend. Was I'm trying to sell it to him because he hasn't seen any of the show and and and, because he likes Teen Titans Go. And I'm like, you you have to forget that.
2: There's nothing to do with that. It's
0: like you know this is something else. It's like you know if you're expecting like like the X Men films to be like the animated series, it's not going to be that. It's its own very unique, very like Wolverine having an Australian accent or something like like calling him Logan the whole time.
2: So (laughs) we had tons of other episodes of TV this week though. Like I talked about, we had Flash episode which was the the hundredth episode which uh, I was, I'm not going to lie, a little underwhelmed by. Mm-hmm. The, the 100th episode was, I just was thinking like the Arrow 100th episode, which to me was next to perfect. And this one was a little lackluster, but we did have Barry Allen team up with Nora to have to go back to certain events and see a lot of stuff. So it, there was really great moments. Uh, it just fell like 10% flat for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got Legends of Tomorrow. I actually thought that this was the weakest episode of the show Uh, so far. Of the show? Of the show so far. Of the series, which is wild because the show has been killing it for me. I love that show. I love
1: Biff on the show. Yeah. Biff from Back to the Future.
2: It's great to see him. When he sang? It's great to see him.
1: Every time, every once in a while they'll just have a character sing and it makes no sense, but man, if it didn't almost bring a tear to my eye. Like, did you hear him? He sang this James Taylor song and he's got this angelic Uh, voice
2: so uh, that show this episode for me I take it or leave it Supergirl pretty strong this week I know that you watched Supergirl as I well. watched it
1: because I heard about that Elseworlds trailer I'm like and way that, behind on so Supergirl so the Elseworlds
2: trailer was actually at the end of all of these CW shows other than Black Lightning of course or Legends of Tomorrow because they're not doing the crossover uh, but I thought it was a good episode I don't
1: know if uh, John Wesley's ship between his last appearance on Flash and now just got into crazy good shape or whatever yeah, he looked
2: dope he
1: looked so good I, He's the monitor been a looks cool man. too
2: yeah that's true but
1: I mean like The way he looks in the suit, like, how much of your face is covered? I swear to God, I tweeted, like, they could have been on season 28 of the Flash series that started in 1990. cool
0: for him. Like, he would have never thought, like, he thought he had buried that costume
1: Yeah, It was, like, the Flash and never-ending story part two, and then where is John Wesley's ship? Yeah,
2: totally. Uh, (laughs) and And then we had a couple other. Arrow was really weak this week. It was way strong. It was okay. It was way stronger last week. Last week of Arrow was... Probably one of the best era episodes ever. Oh really? It was so oh, so. Era
0: just introduced my buddy uh, Kat McNamara on the show. She she was she had some crazy fight scene. So oh, shout out to Kat. Shout I know who, who Kat. that is.
2: She's in a movie right now. She's, She's from Shadowhunters. Oh Shadowhunters, mm-hmm. that's who it is. Yes. Yeah yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that Popcorn Talk interviewed her on the red carpet this week. Oh great. Actually for Shadowhunters. Um, so. Anyway, yeah, lots of lots of shows. Black Lightning, the best episode it had in the last three weeks. was really happy with that. And then we got a little bit of news. Batwoman. Uh, we don't know that much about the potential spin-off Batwoman show that people have been talking about. But according to the hashtag show, the CW is currently casting characters for Batwoman. The names of the characters, obviously, like happens a lot, uh, have been eliminated from the breakdown. So you don't know who they are. Right. But they have tried to guess who they are based on educated guesses and so Kate Kane's father Jake is one of them they think Kate's sister Alice Lucius Fox's son uh the superhero Flamebird and Flamebird's mother that seems to be who they believe that is being casted for right now that's the rumor. this
0: seems like a show like do you think they're going to be really limited to what they can do yeah they can have on the show because you can't
2: have all the bad people yeah right? it's
1: kind of weird um Do you think that if they do go forward with a Batwoman show, that they just add it to the roster, or do you think something comes down? Do you think it's time for something to conclude? I just don't
2: think anything next year will conclude. Like, we would have a...
1: I, I got to tell you, I wish that they would either conclude a show properly or I know they would never do this because production costs. I wish that they would go to like 12 or 14 episodes series and then just break them up into the different years. Me too. It's too They're much, too long right? and no. it feels like too much filler. Like I, I, I love like the them. feeling of something's happening all the time. You
2: guys know me. I love it more than anybody out there, I know. but it's a lot for me. It's a lot it's to keep a lot. up with. Can't, I can't watch any other shows if I'm going to keep up.
0: It seems like the Batwoman show is going to be really unique, in that it's going to be also like a, you know a huge advocacy piece for the LGBTQ
2: Q community. P- yeah, yeah, I which agree. Which is which is
1: always prominently world. featured in all Berlanti's productions. That's yeah, like a, a yeah, part yeah. of everything. That's very important. Yep. Um, so that's but our TV time. That's our TV time. There was a lot.
0: Um, I'm sure
2: there's more, but we've got. By our... the way,
0: I'm so glad you came around on. On Titans. Titans. Yes. Yo,
2: I still... (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't need to say how I feel about the first episode. You guys know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It got (laughs) there. Uh, there. I loved it. I know, but a few people thought it did take a a few to get there, and I I do think it's only gelled more and more. Guys, we teased you a little bit. We might have a very, 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 very special episode next week. We will... If
2: if this person comes, it will be massive.
1: Yes. It will be massive. Uh, we get excited. We we've been fortunate, you know. We we did have Cyborg in here before, so we if the potential to have a, a you know DC movie um, star. star in here would be great. So um, and uh, yeah, if you guys are with us every week, I'm sure you'll be with us anyway. But if not, I'm sure a lot of other people will want to join us to see what's going on. So maybe on.
2: make sure you give a little extra love to this video, comment, like, thumbs up, so that you know if, if that person's publicist is looking and they're like mm-hmm. trying to make that decision. They're like, go! Oh, yeah, lot of views, lot of likes.
1: Yes. Hey, guys, thanks so much for joining us, Ricky Middlesworth. Great to have you back. I'm Thank sure we'll so have much. you again. Tell
0: people uh, how they can find you and interact with you. You can find me on Instagram at Ricky Middlesworth. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: Yeah, of course. You're you're one of our favorite. I can We've walk here now, so please. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Strayer every single week on Collider Live, and also I did a one-on-one with Christian Harloff this week. If you haven't checked it out, he <sighs> interviews me for 90 minutes about my wow. life, my upbringing, my career, uh, and some different things that happened to me along the way so wow. I want to check that out
1: I want to check that out cool. that's exciting it's, will it's, I look at you the same after this
2: probably not it is it is on one we've Ooh. gotten some interesting I've gotten so much love and support from it back so far uh, but I'm very candid and there's wow. a lot that well you
1: always it. are candid if nothing else yeah that's true I'm um, Adam Gertler you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Gertler um, our uh, boys
0: uh, what's that our boys Johnny's too. in Pakistan right now oh Shout Johnny's in Johnny.
1: Pakistan you can find him at Jay Quasto uh, look for his comedy special to be coming out soon uh, Mike Kalinowski uh, is at Mike Kalinowski he's decorating his house right now he's yes he's decorating his house probably <sighs> ranting about the latest Marvel trailer I know he was underwhelmed by Captain Marvel but y- Gotta kind of give it up for the Avengers teaser, right? Yeah, I mean, totally. there's kind of not enough to. You can't <laughs> hate on that shit.
2: I cut you off. Are you working on anything that you're promoting? Right oh, now? Uh, what am I working on? Oh, Ninja
1: Foodies guys! I gotta tell you, man, it is the coolest thing in the world to have something that is a pressure cooker, an air crisper fryer, dehydrator. Uh, check me out! I, I do a lot of stuff with it. I put it on the Instagram. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, FX movie download on FX, and if you're near a doghouse restaurant, come eat my meat as I do every week, and as she does every week leave it at that we'll see you next time on dc movie news from producers maria Manunos, kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire popcorn talk network we would like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit popcorntalk.com i'm sir richard wentworth and this has been a presentation of the popcorn talk network the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals